0: Hey everyone, welcome back to my podcast, taylor to go I am your tired but mostly hungry host, Taylor, and today I want to talk about something extremely important to me. As you may know, I am a year away from graduating college and getting my license in education, Yee! and as part of my journey, I'd like to talk about something important to me that was never discussed in my high school classroom, controversial issues in the classroom. You know... We are living and have been living in extraordinary times and I don't say that in an overly positive or negative way, it's the truth. And I'd like to think that we as educators and future educators would strive to discuss these extraordinary events and times with our students and that doesn't really seem to be the case in a lot of schools. I know from personal experience that controversy was strictly and avidly avoided in my high school for unknown reasons. I grew up and continued to live in a rapidly growing conservative city, for the most part, and there were a lot of problems with racism and politics in my school. So maybe that was the underlying reason, or my teachers just didn't have time, which I find to be infinitely worse than any other reason. So let's talk about controversial issues today, together, and let's find out how we can improve how we bring these up to our students. One of the most common questions I've heard throughout my educational journey is how do we even begin to start talking about controversial issues? And I think that's a very valid question. Having open discussions in classrooms is always an obstacle, but how do we make it so the teacher and the students can openly talk about risky, sometimes uncomfortable issues and events and more so, how do we encourage this? An article from Tolerance suggests that we first start out with smaller, less controversial issues. We want to ease our students into the pool of controversy, not throw them straight into the deep end. Tolerance says that if you're dead set on discussing hot button issues such as gay marriage, abortion, etc., then you need to train them, for lack of a better word, to be able to handle smaller issues first. And before I even get to my second point, I'd like to address something. You may be wondering, why do you even teach controversial issues? Allow me to answer that for you. An article by Ed Surge gives a few distinct answers. One, we need controversial issues in the classroom because we need to teach students about diversity. Schools have historically kept diversity out of the classroom. And then when these you know, high school seniors are thrust into the world that's full of diverse people, they don't know how to deal with it. And when I say diversity, I don't mean it in just the context of race, religion, etc. Uh, I also mean diversity of thought and ideas. Secondly, controversial issues can help students learn to politely disagree with each other. Bottom line is not everyone is going to agree with everyone else. Ed Surge says, quote, students need to debate things they feel passionate about, even if those things are controversial. It is important that students have a safe space to test drive their ideas and learn to see disagreement as an opportunity to learn, not as invalidation End quote still on the same point, an article from The Atlantic describes how schools across the nation addressed the shooting of Michael Brown in Ferguson, Missouri, and the rise of the Black Lives Matter movement, as expected, some schools had free and open discussions with their students while others had a strict policy of change the subject if it was ever brought up. You know, I find that extremely unfair to students of color. At the time of, you know, this shooting and the aftermath, 2014, I was 15, almost 16 years old and none of my high school teachers sat, you know, our classes down and talked about it. And to me, it felt like, and it certainly looked like they didn't care. I was one of about a handful of black students at my high school and I was becoming politically aware enough to know that something wasn't right about this, but why wasn't anyone talking about it? Didn't anyone care enough to know how I felt? I remember being very angry and the more aware I became, the more I realized, you know, looking around at all my white peers wearing their MAGA hats. that. You know, maybe nobody did care. One issue the Atlantic article brought up was the idea that teachers were afraid that they wouldn't be able to leave their own biases out of the conversation. Quote, As the Ferguson examples illustrate, people simply do not trust teachers to engage students on controversial issues in a knowledgeable and sensitive manner. As a teacher, it is really not your job to persuade your students one way or another. Just give them the facts of the situation and lead them to draw their own conclusions. So, at the risk of standing on my soapbox for too long, let's look at an example of what controversial teaching looks like, shall we? There's a podcast out there called Teaching Impeachment and Controversial Issues by HMH Learning Moments, where it follows Jason Chang, who taught his high school students about the impeachment trial of President Donald Trump. Quote, First thing, I go in the morning and they say, Oh, did you hear about the news? And I'm like, yeah, I did. So actually, I went in with nothing planned. So it was a very organic conversation that started with the class that I actually moved away from what I had originally planned for the day. In terms of disagreement, there was not much disagreement when it came to it, but then I had to play the role on the disagreeing side. There might be, right now, some students who are not as comfortable sharing their views So I have to play to that side to make sure that those students feel safe in the classroom, that they're not being judged by what their own views are." I think this was an excellent approach to controversial issues, especially when you have students who are just now starting to figure out who they are and where they are on the political spectrum. Yale has provided some simple ground rules for teaching controversial topics that I think are worthwhile. Granted, These were written for a college setting, but the same rules can still apply in a high school as well. Like I said, these rules are simple, but they are effective. I'll only read a few of these so I don't bore you to death. Rule number one reads, establish clear ground rules. We need to make it abundantly clear to our students what will and will not be permitted or tolerated during the discussion. You know, for example, if you're talking about Black Lives Matter... You can't allow students to critique the cause in a way that would be harmful or offensive to other students of color. And that goes for anything we should talk about. Though these conversations are controversial, everyone still needs to respect each other. When I did field in the fall, most of my students were the children of illegal immigrants. And my teacher made a point to avoid all discussions on immigration He wasn't sure how to go about it. And because he was a devout Republican, he didn't want to offend anyone by putting his opinion out there. And the last rule I'll point out is number two. Model civil behavior through your own actions. Look, students aren't dumb. They will watch to see how you carry yourself during this time. And their behavior will reflect yours. If you carry yourself in a respectful manner chances are your students will too. You know, if you're talking about, I'm going to bring this up again, if you're talking about Black Lives Matter and you're carrying yourself in a way that is disrespectful, regardless of your opinion on it, you know, if the way you speak, your body language, your demeanor, your attitude, your tone is condescending and rude and just overall negative, your students who tend to agree with you, you know, if you're speaking about it in a negative way, the students who agree with you, there's a good chance that they will reflect your behavior because they'll think, hey, my teacher's talking about this in in this way, which means it must be okay, because if it wasn't okay, he or she wouldn't do it. So I'm going to do it because I agree with my teacher and I feel the same way. And, so, and that just won't cut it because, like I said, you can't offend other students in your classroom you know you may have you know black kids in your classroom whose parents are a part of the black lives matter movement you know what do you do then so like i said carry yourself in a respectful manner regardless of how you you know feel about black lives matter or the confederate flag or you know anything else you guys are talking about and the last point i want to make is a story of my own When I did field experience this semester, I saw firsthand how controversial conversations should be carried out. My cooperating teacher started every class period by sparking a conversation about something brought up in the news. Most of the time, he would ask his students if there was anything they wanted to talk about. These kids were awesome. I have never seen so many tiny little freshman hands in the air wanting to talk about something in the news. I... I know for sure in high school I was I did not care about the news. I was like, "I wh- what's the news?" You know? I couldn't even probably spell news. But you know, these kids they were like, "Let's talk about coronavirus. Let's talk about, you know, who dropped out of the Democratic race for presidency. Who, you know, let's talk about transgender rights, you know?" It was it was eye-opening, and I honestly really enjoyed it because, you know, like I said earlier, I went to a school where this was, you know, looked down upon. Um, so to be thrust into a school where this is, you know, controversy is a friend in the classroom, it was really quite daunting. I wasn't expecting it. You know, we had talked about in my education classes, you know, we talk about teaching controversial issues, but I never really knew what that looked like because I never experienced it for myself. So I was really glad to have that experience. And, you know... There probably are teachers out there who can do it better. But I also know there are teachers out there who can do a heck of a lot worse, <laughs> as I've seen. So I think this as long as we we need to start trying to bring up controversial issues, you know. and you, And, you know, also another thing is you have to know your audience, you know. Controversy is fine, but I mean, you have to know, are my kids going to be able to handle this? You know? Like if you're teaching, like I did a lesson, I would, my demonstration lesson was on the Confederate, uh, Confederate monuments and whether or not they should be removed. And one of my peers asked me, you know, well, how would you teach this in like a Southern classroom? And, you know, I I answered as honestly as I could. I said, well, you know, you have to know your audience and... You know, obviously I knew the people I was, you know, quote-unquote teaching that day. And they were all my friends. And I know how, you know, I knew they would be able to handle this. And we would be able to have a constructive conversation. But in the South, that could go a little differently. And it would probably look, like, very different. So I would have to maybe edit my, you know, my lesson or the conversation where we could still have a constructive dialogue but you know in a way that's maybe not as straightforward as it was teaching my friends up here in the north so i think you know there there was no limit there's no limit on the issues that you can talk about and i think every teacher should strive to be at the level that my cooperating teacher was at this semester (laughs) um I mean, it was, it was just awesome. And that wraps up the podcast, guys. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you found this conversation worthwhile and interesting, and I'll see you next week. Bye.